Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 231. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and all of the WWE releases. But before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Brit Baker to my Tony Schiavone, Marianne. Hello. Why, hello there. How are you? I'm good. My room smells like tacos, so all is right with the world. Awesome. Um... I am still, I'm seriously going insane with this whole thing. Um, I'm still waiting on these stickers that I ordered a month ago, and I can't oh boy. complete my laptop Well, I mean, until I have these stickers. You know, things are happening, so. Yeah, things are happening, and I had a, like, a video date on Friday while I was at work. I just was, like, a video phone call, right. and this guy straight up did not understand why I would want to put stickers on things. And I was like, just show him the original NOTLG table. It's the dopest. I was like, Oh, I want to, I was like, I'm waiting to put these stickers on my laptop. He's like, why would you do that? (laughs) And I was like, Oh, strike one in my head. Also. Uh, I mean, show him my laptop cover. It's great. It's it's pretty dope. And then I have my makeup box, which all of them are peeling off. I don't know how to fix it. Mm. And those, and then I have a whole box, like a shoe box I got at DSW forever ago that was like really nice quality and had like a magnetic lid. Nice. And I covered that in stickers. And then the desk I'm at right now, I want to, but I think I'm going to get rid of this desk because it is comically small. Mm. Um, and I'm still waiting on those. And I had, I had ordered one as well on Etsy and Redbubble, it came like real fast. But this Etsy one, apparently the artist is out of uh, Australia and she says it takes about four weeks and it's almost been four weeks in the next couple of days. And I was like, I need my baby Kylo Ren sticker. Yeah, let me tell you, it's difficult <laughs> when you're you're waiting for the stickers and they don't come. I, well, especially the ones that are like surprise packs. Yeah, which is the ones I'm waiting for, and they are coming from China, so of course they gave you no tracking information. Yeah, and one of them is a, a whole sticker pack, like a fifty sticker pack of uh, God. Richard's gonna get a kick out of this JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stickers, oh which I'm God. mailing to Jaren, nice. and I have two other stickers to mail to Jaren, and I can't do that until I have my other two. And I'm like, God damn it, you know. So now I'm just like waiting because you know, getting sticker packs that are all random. The best part is just opening them and looking at how great they it are. It is, yeah. The OG NOTLG table with the Heist Invader. Yes. I love that sticker and also the Stormtrooper one that I put the galaxy mustache on top of. Yes. Pretty proud of that one. Yeah. But yeah. The original table was great. I really liked it. I thought the secondary table was also pretty cool. Original think, table was good shit. Oh, yeah. The OG table was great. But I think the um, the other, the newer one was fun too, but I don't think I completed it because I ended up moving like afterwards. Yeah. I'm upset because my makeup box. I put a lot of my awesome like wrestling and uh, last podcast and the left stickers on it and they're all peeling on the edges and I tried to super glue them down and they're still peeling back up. Ugh. And so I'm like super pissed about it. And one of them actually the ones that are not peeling are the stickers that I got from um, Chris Brooks and Flash Morgan Webster. Interesting. Those are the only ones that are not peeling. Everything else is peeling. And I'm like super pissed about it. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to have to like and I can't even like uh, packing tape 
all of them flat because right. the packing tape's just going to come up. And I'm like, God damn it. Cause I love this makeup box and it looks really cool. Except all the stickers are peeling up and in, in that way, it looks like garbage, but yeah. How have you been? Uh, I've been good. I'm trying to think of anything crazy that has been going on with, with me. We just, we just released the first episode of the Pincroft pod this week. I did see about that. We talked have about you done any online shopping. Um, I am going to buy a webcam uh, that is going to happen. Um, I think that's the most online shopping I will be doing for myself. And I, I couldn't believe it because anywhere you go online, you just can't get anything quote unquote now. But I, then I remembered, oh yeah, eBay's a thing. So eBay's a thing. Like, are you, are you, are you talking about electronics? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, cause when I ordered stickers off of Redbubble, those came in a couple of days. I've ordered an embarrassing amount of makeup be sure to let lauren know about that i have i am palette stocked up my god um and lots of liquid lipstick uh which i just and for somebody who only wears makeup like once every two weeks Mm -hmm. you know which seems kind of ridiculous but i was on the phone with my brother today and he was like i spent almost 200 dollars just on clothes online (laughs) which is ridiculous because he goes out yeah because he has to for work Mm. and the other day he called and he was like I went shopping and I got deodorant and some other things. And my mom was like, Oh, good for you. I'm so proud. I'm like, he's 24. (laughs) I, uh, we, the only shopping we've done online recently is for, for Henson basically. Mm, Um, fair, but I think with the, the stimulus check, I want to get a webcam. I think it's just overdue. So I think I'm going to buy one here soon. And then that's pretty much it. I mean, we went to, we traveled uh, to, uh, oh my goodness, to Texas Roadhouse, which is one of our favorite places to get food. And we bought, they're doing half off steaks. Which Holy is, shit. Yeah, like you go and pick up the raw steaks and they're half off. And we actually went last weekend. It's a bit of a trip. It's 62 miles away. Was it uh, tougher than a $2 steak trip? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that the new? Somebody asked me if that's the new cane counter, <laughs> which I actually had forgotten about that we used cane to counter do. Was one of our more brilliant ideas. It was the best. The cane counter, uh, for those not in the know, whenever we would watch Monday Night Raw, we would count how many segments Kane was in, and I think the high might have been six. It was unreal. It was a lot, but anyway, the point was there was too many Kane segments. Yes, too many. And but, it still uh, breaks my heart to find out how much, um, excuse me, I almost called her Nixon Newell, um, Tegan Knox and Chris Brooks both love Kane. Yeah. And I'm, it makes me sad, like, every time I remember that. <laughs> um, but we went there, we bought uh, 10 steaks. Good God. Yeah, we're just stocked up. We're good. Like, it, it, we're, we, I went shopping twice this week. Are you because... going to use some of the leftover steak to make, like, fajitas and shit? Oh man, I don't, man, I hope so. You know what I did last week? I'm, this is, we'll talk about wrestling at some point. I think this is funny because I feel like the last two podcasts have just been us like talking about food and drag race, which I still have not watched yet, but I do know what happens and I'm livid. I haven't watched anything. I need to get on that. But anyway, I made like some open face melts with the leftover steak last week and holy crap, it was amazing. So I'm excited. You're learning some shit, John. I'm excited to eat dinner 
I I have been having a hard time. Like the most I'll do is I'm like I'm boiling eggs. Like oh, because I just I'm the type of person that I'm not patient. Mm. Oh, we or made like, pulled pork the other day too. Oh yeah, pulled pork. So I'm not a fan of pork unless it is pulled. Oh well, because regular pork is like too dry. Yeah, so. I hear you. I hear you. All right, Marianne, do you want to? You want to get you. Do you want to? Let's talk about the week that was in professional wrestling. The the what was it? The Jaron Calder group. Fuck the what is happening? No, I called it. Fuck the heck is happening. That's the (laughs) which is an old anybody listening that used to read firejokemorgan dot com. That was one of my favorite phrases that i got from that site was fuck the heck which is uh my favorite so uh fuck Speaking the heck of is happening sites yes uh homestar runner how what did you think of that great trogdor shirt did you send me it yes i did oh my god i didn't see and it. you said holy shit where did you send? when did uh, yeah i said I, ho- I, it, do, I do remember this where did you send it to me i sent it to you in an instagram uh dm okay and yeah. i i got it i had gotten it from seth it is the greatest thing. Um, the only thing I am I'm seeing. Oh, there! I fully want the. Oh, oh, damn it! Yes, okay, I do remember. I do remember. Good shit. My brother had a Trogdor shirt when he was like eight. I had a a strong bad shirt that Rhino liked. The wrestler Rhino. I went to a signing. <laughs> he was like, "I like your shirt," and I was like, "Thanks, man." Dude, that site. So good. Teen Girl Squad, still one of the most quotable things ever. And I so still great. quote it regularly, even if people don't get it. It's the best. It's, it's so, so good. good. Like, so good. <laughs> so I believe on Monday, I woke up and I was like, okay, I need to go shopping today. And, or was that two? It was Tuesday. I had to go shopping again because I went to a, you know, this is how clueless I am. I went to a kosher market on Monday, which is, I fucking love this place. They have everything. They have great meat prices. It's not too crowded. So I go. I went there, and I went, why is the bread aisle blocked off? And I went up to someone. I'm like, hey, do you guys not have bread? And the guy said, oh, no, we'll have it next week. I went, wow, they're really sold out of bread. And then I realized it was Passover, and I felt really dumb. I was like, they don't have bread. This is so weird. I don't understand what's going on. And then I went, oh, yeah, it's Passover. It would have taken me way longer to realize that it was Passover. Let me just be real right now. Well, it took me the entire time. I was like, I left the store and went, why is it? Oh, geez. No, I'm talking about it would have taken me days. Oh, geez. So I, I had to go shopping again on Tuesday. And I woke up and I saw a tweet that said, WWE is going to be cutting some people within the next couple of days. And this was after they had announced about the revival. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Days after. Yeah. Which I'm super happy about. So I was like, all right, whatever. Do to dumb. And I start, I'm in the store. Do to dumb. I don't know. I'm just walking around, minding my own business, trying to buy, you know, bread and wine and shit. (laughs) And my phone starts just blowing up. With people like, did you see this? Did you see this? What are you? I, I was one of those people. 
and I I started just re and I went holy shit like what the fuck is happening so I just came home unpacked everything I was following it through the store which is kind of hard to unlock your phone when you have a face mask on let me tell you that that is annoying but whatever you still have your code and everything but so WWE uh they released a metric fuck ton of people this week and, and some of them, I'm going to ask you later who the biggest what the fuck one was, but they, a metric fuck ton is a really good, so there, a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of, not only just, um, a, I, I think cultaholic has the best like split and, um, here's every talent that they have released over the last couple of days. This, this is updated as of April 18th, Good fucking Lord. which is today. And it is it was updated about eleven o'clock. So here we go. We're gonna just go down the list and then we'll talk about it. Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Aiden English, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, Mike Kyota, Primo and Epico, Rowan, Mike and Maria Canellis, Zach Ryder, No Way Jose, Rusev. Diana Perrazzo, Alexander J- Jacksick. Jacksick, thank you. It's pronounced Alexander. It's the same. It's just spelled weird. Okay. MJ Jenkins, Tainari Conti, Tino Sabatelli, Nick Oregarelli. Ogarelli. Ogarelli, uh, Cesar Bononi, Mars Wang, and Dor- uh, Dorian Mack, who is Dan Matha for those, I guess, more in the know. And um, uh, Cassius Ono. Yeah, and Cassius Ono. Which was like, no one could confirm it, and then they finally confirmed it like today. Um, Also released, let's just go over, any NXT talent that was released was being provided 30 days of pay, and then they are, quote, free to do whatever they want, which basically means they can just go wrestle wherever. There were nine backstage producers that had been furlough, which is, I don't, if you... Basically, you have to, you are fired, but as soon as everything is okay, they're going to bring you back. Uh, Still not great. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, they were just furlough, but you know, it's not great still. So um, that's Fit Finley, Lance Storm, Mike Rotunda, Shane Helms, Scott Armstrong, Pat Buck, uh, Sarah Stock, a.k.a. Sarah Del Rey, Sean Devari, and Billy Kidman. Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. So, Goodbye, women's division. So they they are all fur, furlough leave, which um, which I mean, this overall, I was like very sad on Tuesday. <laughs> Just watching Drake Maverick's video was extremely. I couldn't upsetting. even finish it. Yeah, I was very. I don't think I finished it either, but it was just very what, upsetting. What, what listener Kevin told me is that he was like all of these. He was like, I had to get up and go to the bathroom and cry so my roommates didn't see me. <laughs> and i was like uh feels like i i fully can understand that yeah (laughs) i mean there's there's a couple of people in on this list that i'm very sure were already thinking of leaving when their contract was up so they kind of were get i mean not to say this isn't terrible because this sucks like overall for all of these people i mean mike kyoto was with the company for 31 years he was he was with the company longer than some people were alive, Marianne. Yeah. 
Just by one year, bruh. Uh, how insane is that? Insane. It's just crazy. But I mean, it just, it sucks for, there were a lot of people, as I said, that did, did probably want out. I mean, but you know, they were just kind of riding it out and hoping that they would, uh, you know, just get future endeavored, you know, when the world was in a better state, but yeah, here we are. It sucks. I'm not really happy. I'm not happy anyone got released, honestly, because, you know, p- these people have bills and families and other things. Kids. He's Slater. Kids. And, I mean, Maria was on maternity leave. That well, is so fucked up. Which is just beyond fucked up. I will say, as much as as much shit as we give Mike Kanellis on this show or have in the past, did you watch his little video he posted? Uh-uh, no, because I don't care about Mike Kanellis. It was great. I'm going to be real. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. He was just on his porch. He's like, hey, guys, so I'm sure everyone heard that Maria and I both were let go from WWE. And he's like, look, we're we're raising a family. I've beat addiction. We're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Thanks for all your support. I was like, oh, that's nice. That is nice. And when they have redeeming qualities. Yeah. I mean, Le- I think Rusev handled it really well, too. Rusev, uh, man, they're going to fucking regret this shit. <laughs> there's there's a couple people that they're going to regret. EC3 is another one. EC3, uh, Leo Rush, who also taking it in full stride, which was great to see. Well, because he did really well on the indies. There's a couple of these. There's a few of these people who I'm like, they know what to do. Like, Kurt Hawkins is professional at getting fired from the WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like they know how to handle this shit. So some of them, it's like that fucking blows. Yeah. But those people like they they've they've worked it before. And I mean, obviously, now is a tough time, like where you can't really do anything. But they're going to fucking regret that Rusev one. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's going to kick them in the ass. Like, that's probably who do you think is the most surprising one? Honestly, out of all of these that I'm looking at, the most surprising one was probably Rusev. But I'd say if there was a second place for most surprising, I would say I would say Drake Maverick because that one was insane. Because he, you know, they announced him for the tournament, the cruiserweight tournament, which he's still wrestling in, apparently. Um, and then he had said these are probably the last two like two matches I'll have, but I went, well, there goes my all of my tears are shooting out of my face. Um he did so much for this company. He basically was the host and figurehead of 205 live which was great every week um because he made it great there's yeah. just some of these people where it's like and i think aiden english was doing a fantastic job on commentary oh yeah yeah like, absolutely because that one and then if you look at if you look at it as if if this stuff wasn't going on right now some of these would like some of the obviously they wouldn't be happening right but i think I know that Sarah Logan was getting a lot of heat um, for her choices with animals. Um, but so that one's not really all that surprising to me. She was getting a lot of heat from people. For um, what? What did she do? She's an avid hunter and she takes a lot of pictures with animals that she's killed and posts them like they're trophies. I mean, doesn't Braun Strowman do that too? Yeah, but Braun Strowman also gets shit for it. But she's, she but the thing is, she's not, she's not as like she doesn't have as much of a stake like mm. their foot in the door as much you know what i mean 
Yeah. But it's like she would get mad shit because she and, and it was almost like she was doing it on purpose. I was like, I really like Sarah. She's beautiful. But then at the same time, I had to unfollow her because it was so gross. Just the stuff that she was posting it was almost like she was rubbing it in everyone's faces. Oh, it was like a really unprofessional, Ugh. like posing with all of these dead animals that you killed. Like, it's just I'm like, OK, you're going to go hunt the last bison to you, bitch. Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. But some of these, it's like the releases like the rusev one like absolutely blew me out of the water i was like are you kidding me like most of the ec3 one at first because i hadn't heard the rusev one yet until obviously obviously biggest rusev fan ever jaren mm-hmm. told me but i think like ec3 shocked me i mean it didn't really shock me because he has done quite literally nothing for this company but he has so much to offer and he's like everything that they like and ec3 promos are some of my favorite promos ever and obviously it makes more sense because you've been watching sorry i burnt actually i'm not sorry um (laughs) this is a delicious strawberry lemonade okay nice i haven't been watching the product and you have so it would make more sense to you but to me where i left off with ec3 i was like they're every he's everything that they want like why aren't they utilizing him because he's so well-rounded yeah you know and i feel like he's gonna be he's one of those people that's gonna be more than fine oh yeah absolutely i think the people that i will like look out for obviously would be Heath slater because he's an angel yeah who's the other one Cody, he, he just signed up for a, a pro wrestling tea store. He yes. was like, no, I mean, a lot of them. Did. I just got one. And I was like, that's so cute. Um, I know Cody tweeted about Zack Ryder, which I thought was very interesting. Zack so, Ryder has sacrificed so much for that company. He really has. So I'm, I'm wondering, uh, you know, we'll see how many people actually get picked up by AEW or I mean, Carl, Carl Anderson kind of teased they're going back to Japan. Oh, well, they love Japan. Yeah. So, I mean, and they had been really unhappy for a while. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen with, with all these yeah, but people. Most of, most of these people, I could see Sarah Logan easily in AEW. She would oh, really yeah. bring something to the women's division, like really well. I would actually like to She's see, fantastic. uh, Tynara there. Oh, she would do so well. I would love to see Tynara against Hikaru Shida, who I am not a fan of, but still, that would be great. I think that would be a lot. That would be a lot of fun. So, I mean, we'll we'll see. I know a lot of these people land on their feet, and it's it's you know what? It's like thank God there's AEW. There's another place they can go, and hopefully, and there's some other companies too. But also, there's another place you could go to where the people there like really know how you feel. Yeah, and I mean also, and they listen to you. Yeah, it's kind of like where they, you know, but in in the same, you know, it's great that there's AEW and other places, but also nobody's really running shows right now except for WWE. So I don't, I don't know. It's everything. Nobody's really like WWE. Did you see what Tanahashi said? Yeah, I actually cried when (laughs) (laughs) from laughing. No, are we talking about the same thing? I don't think so. What did he say? With the thing about how wrestling should be the absolute last thing to come back at this situation in his response to the WWE trying to like making it so it's an essential business. Yeah. And he was like, that should be the last thing that's coming back, especially right now. Like, I don't understand why they would try and make that essential. <laughs> like, Yeah. And he he also stated that it would it would mean that everything is back to normal is when professional wrestling should come back. Which is a great point. Yeah, and I I was, you know, very sad on Tuesday. <laughs> it was a rough day. I actually, like, I streamed by myself talking about the releases 
for that hashtag show. And then I took like a stress nap for like an hour and a half. <laughs> stress nap. I was like, Sean, you sucks. don't need a reason to take a nap. I, well, I mean, I didn't. I don't know yeah. if I'm the first person to tell you that as a professional napper. Fair. Um, I haven't been taking a lot of naps lately since I've been working from home, which is bizarre because you think I would be taking more. Right. Like yeah. I've been taking none. Same. Super weird. I mean, less, less naps. Obviously, I just self improvement. Went through all of my clothes to get rid of stuff. I have a. Speaking of which, I did promise Calvin, who lost like a hundred pounds, by the way. Crazy. That I would keep him updated on my Poshmark because I'm putting up a, like because I know how to use Poshmark really well, so mm-hmm. I know where to send him. But I'm updating a shit ton of wrestling T-shirts. Like I'm almost clearing out my Ambrose stash. My God, isn't that insane? That is insane. Yeah, because I'm like, uh, I need the money, and these are taking up too much room in my closet. Yeah. Um, I might even be getting rid of a best friend shirt. Wow. Which I will not accept any less than what I'm asking for because it's a best friend shirt. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. This is a wrestling podcast. We should probably yes. get into it. So let's talk about AEW Dynamite this week. Uh, we opened the show once again with Jake the Snake Roberts, which I'm finding what an excellent way. Very interesting. I mean, yes, absolutely. Um, we are. He keeps looking better and better physically every week. He does. I'm so happy for him. I hope because at lasts. first it was like he's a frail old man, and then it's like the more he sits in front of a campfire, the stronger he gets. Yes, I think so. Yeah. That countryness that lives within him. So, <laughs> so we have spirit of country. Yes, we have Jericho and Tony Schiavone as our commentary team once again, which is great. And then we have a uh, a little Colt Cabana promo package here. And I remember Lauren was sitting next to me while I was watching this, and she has no idea who Colt Cabana is. And she says, oh, "I like this guy." And I said, you "Yeah, should. you should like him. He's great." You should watch his matches with Chuck Taylor. He had a great one with RJ City, too. Remember you were oh, there yeah, for yeah, yeah, I was there for that. That was a lot of fun. They did the dad airplane move. <laughs> <laughs> they did. So we opened the show with Colt Cabana taking on Lance Archer in the first round of the TNT Championship Tournament. They, uh, they went a little Japan style here, laying in some shots towards the middle of this match. It was, it was pretty fun. Uh, but when Lance Archer comes to the ring, he just absolutely decks some dude. And that destroy- was amazing. He destroys him. It was crazy. Um, I thought the match was pretty good overall. Lance Archer uh, proving how strong he is by hitting the blackout on Colt Cabana. That was Who's crazy. A big guy? He's huge. Um, so Lance Archer moves on in the tournament. Uh, I believe up next we had Britt Baker telling us the rules for being a role model, and I actually think there was only one rule. I don't think we got beyond rule number one. I was barely paying attention. Yeah, I mean... Odie was sitting next to me, so forgive me. Cute. Uh, Taz was breaking down Jake Hager a little bit. We had, um, man, we had Cassandra Golden taking on Britt Baker, which was barely a match. Yeah, it was barely a match, and they were just talking about Hikaru Shida half the time and how she's the number one contender. And I was like, I'm just going to come out here and say it, but she's boring as fuck. Wow. I, I think Hikaru Shida is very boring. My God, I disagree. You come out with a kendo stick, and then you do no, a stupid she lost chair it. jump. Oh, whatever. She, lost she comes out with a stupid chair jump with a knee, and I'm like, you can get more air than that. It looks cooler when you don't use the fucking chair. Like, she just bores me. Uh, it's probably uh, just because she's not a magical girl. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Probably. Up next, we had the bubbly bunch, the bubbly bunch, which... greatest name. 
which was a fun little segment that everyone plus two dogs and two dogs. Uh, Santana and I have the same pair of Zubas. The red ones. Yes, I own a pair. I didn't of know you had red ones. I have the I have Jet ones, Met ones, and the I bought that pair for when I was dressing up for Halloween. The red ones. Do you Do you remember when I got you onto the Zubas train? Yes. And then we wore them the same day. Oh, I love I love <laughs> Zubas so much. I'm you know They're what? So I might comfy. go I might go buy some more after this. They're so comfy. Oh. I haven't been getting into the leggings anymore because I've been having a hard time finding ones that fit. Because mm. I had gotten like a medium in the pink ones and those are too big. And right. then I have the purple ones which fit me, but I'm scared to do squats in them at the gym because right. they've started to get like the stretch marks on them. And then mm. I had a pair of blue ones that are the same size as the purple ones, but are too small, which makes no sense to me. So like the sizes are not consistent. Weird. And I'm like, God damn it. And this is the time period where I literally like wear pajamas and house slippers like outside. And I would wear leggings because they're comfortable. So if you're asking girls why they wear leggings for pants, it's because they're comfortable wearing fucking actual pants. Suck dick. I hate it. My God. I'm not okay with pants, but I would like leggings all the way. And I love the Zubas because they for being so colorful they match with a lot of things mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm just like so bummed about this and I don't have any pants I just have my Mojo Raleigh shorts ah oh so. yeah the shorts I forgot about shorts anyway shorts uh we we had the the bubbly bunch Santana and I have the same Zubas yes um Ortiz in a what seemed to be like a child's room there was a Grinch doll on the couch and like a little scooter, like car toy on the ground. I was like, this is good shit. This is a nursery. Uh, and I, I think my favorite part was that actually Jake Hager, I think was my favorite part in the entire uh, segment. But I do love that Hager and Jericho's camera quality was like way better than Santana Ortiz. And this segment did make my stepdad laugh. It was very Which funny. Is saying something. Just Hager sitting poolside with his kids and then going earmuffs kids i'm gonna beat the shit out of him (laughs) and i actually have a note here that says i have no idea if that was great or not i didn't either because i feel like they could have really capitalized more on sammy yeah but missed out but the more sexy was really good yes that was pretty and the fact that he clearly doesn't know past five in spanish yes is like amazing but i was like they should have totally capitalized on that because obviously like matt hardy can capitalize on anything. Yeah. And so just take it and run with it. And I was like, oh, they didn't. Damn it. But speaking of like, I don't have a, I don't have a segue for this because the next one. Is <laughs> next up, we had Sammy Guevara. We had Sammy Guevara taking on uh, Sug D, a.k.a. Sugar Dunkerton. Or as Tony called him, Sug D. Sug D, which is funny. Sug D. Um, I thought this match was okay. I, I know that Suge, that Suge can go a little more than this, and I, I thought it was just fine. That's really all. Is he all holding back because Sammy Guevara looks like a literal child? I have no I, I have no idea. But I honestly wish that my parents were as proud of me as Jericho is of Sammy Guevara. <laughs> like, he talks about Sammy Guevara like how Regina George's mom talks about her and her friends. My God. He is the Regina George's mom of the inner circle. I mean, he's the dad of the inner circle, but he's the same. You know the scene in Mean Girls where she's like dancing in the aisle when they're doing all the moves? Uh huh. She's like, that's my daughter. Blah, blah, blah. This straight up Jericho with Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Have I mentioned how sexy he is? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's also 12. Um, yes. 
Uh, yeah, I thought the match was fine. Sammy just says at the end of the match he's going to beat the shit out of um, Darby Allen next week. Darby comes and makes the save. I want them to let Dustin say shit on air for his birthday next week. I really hope so. Because his birthday is on Wednesday. That would be great. They won't because he doesn't get nice things. But What a gift that would be. It would be such a great gift. <laughs> uh, after that... Oh, no, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, sorry. After that, there was more video clips of people betting on the Moxley Hager fight. Oh, God. They were really hyping this up. Yeah, well, Ron Funches is funny, so yes. that's okay. Um, but I am only putting this in here because we need to talk about did you see all of them? I saw all of them, yeah. We need to talk about the contents of the bookshelf behind Excalibur during his. Oh, okay. There was lots of campaign board games on that shelf. Oh, boy. There was lots of Settlers of Catan style board games. Amazing. And he had Hellboy's Right Hand of Doom, which is just quality content, and his own action figure. <laughs> it was just like so many like really clear like intellectual books and then like Game of Thrones board game and oh then like a bunch of other shit. And I was just like, what a fucking nerd. Also, <laughs> total marriage material, which I always say about Excalibur, except for the fact that he wears K-Swiss. Which My is not God. okay with me. But anyways, next match. Next match up. We're going to talk about it and a half. We had uh, Kip Sabian taking on Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. And uh, man, certainly Jericho had a lot to say about about sexy Chucky e. T during this match. Uh, well, I, well, yeah, but Kip Sabian working his way up the Dustin ladder. Oh, wow. To work in beta Dustin this week and then big, like big actual yes. big Dustin next yes. week. But I think the most important thing I learned during this match is that Tony actually has merch. He does have merch. Uh, what did he say? It was uh, Lois Rules or something Lois other, which Rules. is not an actual web, which is like not an actual website, I don't think. I just typed it in and it takes me to his pro wrestling tees page. Basically, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to scroll down and see. Oh my God. They. <laughs> The, 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 uh, what is the rarely squeeze? Yes. <laughs> yes. Orange Shivani. That one's great, but we need, uh, why do we not have Can a I get Starbucks a one with him? I just think that's so weird. It's very bizarre. But the fact that Chris Jericho, just this, in, this entire match, he, first of all, before this, he shouted murder twice. The murder shout aspect of chuck taylor's gimmick has come out on tv my mom made me rewind it like four times mm -hmm. which is understandable because it was very funny um but yes as you were saying jericho had a lot to say about chuck taylor yes he did so as much. i always do yeah he had a lot a lot to say he does not find him sexy at all yes but that is okay with me because i find him to be the absolute sexiest of all sexy men except for one adam driver Yes. Um, there was a lot of like great banter. I loved when t Tony Schiavone was like, I hugged them recently <laughs> in, in talking about the best friends hug. I thought that was really funny. And that fucking doofy like thumbs up that he did. He was he was gone full Chuck Taylor in this match. He was like, I don't give any shit. Oh, I'm just yeah. going to be fucking ridiculous. He only pulled up his pants like twice, I think, which is shocking. My God. Shocking. I could make that a drinking game. But just, it was a lot of top-notch Chuck Taylor content. I'm going to do a moonsault watch. Oh, yes. He was like, I'm going to do a moonsault watch. Like, and then he did it and missed. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him land a moonsault. 
I don't know if I have either. Yeah, because he'll land on his feet a la Charlotte Flair, or he'll just total like nobody, like pools empty. My God. Type thing. Oh, I don't God. think I've ever seen him land one. And um, I did call him and he's like, yes, I have. And I'm like, uh, no, you have not. Uh, I will I will assume that Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian uh, teamed up somewhere on maybe AEW Dark or Being the Elite, because I, this is very out of left field. Uh, yeah, heaven forbid to me that it's just because they're British. It might be. That's horrid. Who knows? Uh, Jericho suggests a move name for, I can't the even awful. remember what new it was. Uh, the, the Chuck, no, it was not the awful waffle. He wants Chuck to call one of his moves the Chuck E. Cheese. To which I say, nope. Yeah, gross. Not great. Yeah. Um, uh, rule number yeah, 10. Rule number 10, never kiss a girl during a match. Yeah, she tries to, Penelope Ford tries to distract Chuck Taylor, and he's just, like, so grossed out by her. Yeah. He, like, doesn't find her appealing at all, which is cool because I don't either. Um, but you know who he does find pretty? Me. Oh. Uh, good luck knocking me off that self-esteem pedestal after I found that one out. I nice. peaked to 2016, and it's been all downhill from there. My God. But, A yeah, when I first met him, he was drop. like, she's, yeah, yeah, right? It's very sweet. <laughs> He was like too nervous to talk to me because he thought I was too pretty. And I was like, nobody's knocking me off this pedestal. I'm staying here forever. I don't give a shit. My God. Um, but yeah, so, rule number 10 is you never kiss a girl during a match. Yeah. And they mention uh, Penelope uh, Ford's, uh, uh, what did they say? Her, her, her wares, her female wares. And, her five head, you mean? Uh, n- uh, no, I can't remember what they said. And then Orange Cassidy gets on the apron and takes his jacket off. And I believe the line is Orange Cassidy and his male wares. Dude, I 100% would have fallen for that. And then he stands there and like bites his finger. That was some yes. funny shit. Um, uh. Kip ends up getting the win after some interference from, from Penelope with a crazy jumping hurricane rana off the top rope it looked real good and uh it was a lot of fun it was a great match um that tone even in reading that sentence that tone of surprise just really gets to me john all right my boy can wrestle yeah i know i mean he's the one that uh, one of the people who trained shitty baby ricochet mm. flat nice. iron hair shitty baby ricochet gross <laughs> indeed um so our next match was Justin Law versus Sean Spears. And my only Lots of W's in this match. My, yes. My only note is Sean Spears treated this like a six man tag in a new Japan tour on day like eight, where he was like, <laughs> I'm not taking my shirt off and I'm barely trying. <laughs> um, when this guy, Justin Law came out, I was like, why does he look like Jonathan Lipnicki without glasses? Holy shit. And then Sean was on camera for like five seconds. And my mom turns to me and goes, I like him already. He's smiley. Smiley's. And then I said, mom, he's Canadian. And she went, oh, smiley Sean <laughs> Spears. My goodness. Triple S. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, also, if you're if your finisher is a traditional Death Valley driver, you're a John Pingle guy. So Sean Spears, here's looking at you. My mom also approves of this move, by the way. Absolutely. Um, my so- mom is a John Pingle guy. Yes, can confirm. <laughs> uh, our main event was a fucking snooze fest, uh, but it was Jake Hager uh, challenging one John Moxley. You just made the list for the AEW. Wait, 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 wait. When was John Moxley on my list? He, I mean, he was. He's not on it anymore. Oh 
Well, I can't take it back, and I'm not editing. Orange Cassidy is on my list, though. Okay, well, that just that was some lag, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. This match was for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, and it was an empty arena match. Uh, having JR go solo, probably not great, slash it wasn't great. Um, there was a lot of grapple fucking to begin with. They went into the crowd to do some stuff. But there is no crowd, so... You know, they went into the chairs, and this just was not great. And Do you think it was... Whose fault? Do you think that there was a fault of one particular person, or no? I think they shouldn't have had JR go solo. I think that's one thing. I'm not saying it's his fault the match was boring. JR always looks like he's falling asleep, so that might have been the problem. I'm just saying maybe put somebody else on there to at least keep me interested throughout the match, but there was a lot of silence. I was fast-forwarding through this match, and I was bored even with the fast-forwarding. Yeah, it was not great. I just yawned. That's how not great it was, Um, this was uh, yeah. They also said talking about this match made you yawn. Yeah, they also said tougher than a two dollar steak three times in one broadcast. So yikes! It was and not the great. only person that says that is Jr. So it had to be three times in one match. No, somebody else said it earlier on. Oh in the shame show. on them! Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but it was during one of the interviews. But anyway, this match was boring. John Moxley won. That's fine. Wow, we haven't seen that exact end to a match. By him a half million times. Man, wow. A dirty deeds onto a chair. I was actually really excited for that match, and it was very not great. Ugh. It was just, ugh. Yeah. Damn it, Moxley. And that's that's it. That's, Do you think it would have been good if there was a crowd? I'm sure it would have been different, and I'm sure it would have been, it would have been, yes. I think literally anything they would have done would have been better than what we got, in my opinion. Okay, well. So that's it for us this week. I actually, I'll tell you guys next week we're going to watch AEW, obviously. We'll we'll watch MLW Fusion, and we're going to bring back the classic match of the week. Uh, for those following along, we will be watching a match from WCW's Clash of the Champions, uh, number 20 from 1992. I saw a gif. I was two. I saw a gif of this, and I went, Marianne, we're watching this. It's a four-on-four elimination tag team match between Vader, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ravishing Rick Rude, and the Super Invader. Who Who is the Super Invader? I'll just look that up right now. Oh, it was Hercules. Okay, that makes sense. He was not around very long in WCW because they put a mask on him. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> I love Sassy John when Sassy John comes out. And the Super Invader versus uh, Rick and Scott Steiner, Sting, and Nikita Koloff. So that's the match. who you love. I love Nikita Koloff. So that's what we're going to watch next week. Um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, we don't have any. Nikita would be a great dog name. Nikita would be a great dog name. Hmm, interesting. Um, Maybe for next time. You're welcome. Uh. That's all. We, that's all I got, Marion. I didn't ask anybody for questions. I just kind of wanted to get this one in the bag. Oh, so I, I, I see how it is. Do you have questions? No. Oh, okay, great. Uh, no, <laughs> no way. Jose just asked if there's any graphic designers out there. He needs your help real quick. No way. Jose also had a very good. Uh, he had a very good little closing video thing, which was nice, but. He has a great attitude. He really does. Um, I mean, you can't have that gimmick and not have a great no. attitude. I also love I'm that. I'm just excited to see Rusev. 
Me too. I also but love he that he thanked every every person ever who has been in his conga line. That's he, adorable. He said they were all great and had a really good attitude about it. So I was like, that's fun. That's fun. Um, all right, Marianne, that's it for this week. Um, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. Oh, it's like I forgot what I was doing. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow Jim Jam Pingalo. Oh my goodness! At <laughs> JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Please search for Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Again, uh, I need verification that I am indeed funny. Absolutely, but not as funny as John because that's impossible. Yes, please don't don't validate that. Also, say nice things about John or oh me on Twitter. Yeah, there was a <laughs> random. Let's say, oh, it's because I sarcastically said I think that's the nicest thing Marianne has ever said to anyone about. I think it was Dan, right? Dominic and Dan. Dominic and Dan, and then Who you were always. Like, always thinking of us which i think is they awesome. Are. it's great and i love you were like let's say nice things about john and i was like i cannot emotionally handle this right now <laughs> and then we did and then you all did so thank you dominic thank you dan for saying nice things <laughs> what about did dominic me. even say he I said remember. i was his favorite uh oh yeah male californian <laughs> which is which true a lot that is a lot it's a big big state People are fantasy booking time, doing time machine booking right now, and someone wants to see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, and I'm. Uh, here do you remember for when that. there was a time machine on our wrestling program? I do, and it was the greatest. But and that, it was also Seth was in it. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, he hated that feud. That was fun though. It was good shit. It was good shit. Um, he could say bad things. I'll still love him. Good shit, pal. Um, Instead of, you know, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash NOTLG. But the, the mission statement stands especially more so now than ever. If any of those wrestlers that were released are you, one of your favorite wrestlers and you want to support them, uh, just go find out how a lot of them have pro wrestling tees shops up now. They probably have some other stuff going on. Go support them. They need it. That would be great. Later have kids. He did have yeah. kids, and I love that he had the I Got Kids shirt, and now it's I Got Fired shirt. That's so good. So um, that's well, it. He does have kids. He only has daughters, which I think is adorable. He does indeed have children, so that, that shirt was factually correct. All right. So join us again next week, but there's only one thing left to do, so Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. I don't have anything to say after that. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.